Ah, the roar of the crowd, the oohs and the ahs. It feels good, doesn't it? We all like a little recognition when we're successful, nothing wrong with that. But it usually doesn't last long, and as good as it feels, it doesn't really help you grow. I can only help you build off of what you're successful at already in your mind, but I'm not going to be your cheerleader because if you're in my schedule, if you and I are having this conversation, then you're already a top producer and you're getting enough of the cheerleading. You need a real conversation. That's the voice of Jordan Freed. Jordan coaches almost 40 of the most successful real estate agents in the country. Two of his clients are Homelight elite agents that you've heard on this show. Jordan is intimately familiar with the mega agent mindset, with what drives high performance and what gets in the way of high performance. And he's going to share all of that with you and me today. This is The Walkthrough. Well, hello there. How are you? My name's Matt McGee. I'm the editor of Homelight's Agent Resource Center. Welcome to The Walkthrough. This is a weekly podcast. We have new episodes that come out every Monday. This is the show where you'll learn what's working right now from the best real estate agents and industry experts in the country. At Homelight, we believe in real estate agents. We're on a journey to find out how great agents grow their business, stand out from the crowd, and become irreplaceable. If you want to get involved in the show or just get in touch with me, there's a couple of different ways you can do that. Find me in our Facebook listener community. Go to Facebook, do a search for Homelight Walkthrough. The group will come right up. You could also leave a voicemail or send me a text. The number to use is 415-322-3328. If you prefer email, that's fine too. Uh, just send an email to walkthrough at homelight.com. If you've listened to the show for a while, you know that I love to share really specific strategies and tactics that will help you grow your business. Think about some of our recent episodes, how to win bidding wars, how to follow up with leads. I hear from listeners like you that those shows have been super helpful in how you run your business. And I obviously love getting that kind of feedback. Today though, we're going to step back or maybe step up. We're going to have a higher level conversation, not about what you do, but about how you think. Because sometimes when you focus on tactics, 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 you end up ignoring the bigger picture. Mega agents, top producers, they know that mindset comes first. It goes thoughts, feelings, then action. Jordan Freed knows how top performers think. You heard him a few moments ago. Jordan got into real estate at the tender age of 15. He worked at a small brokerage that his best friend's mom owned. He went on and got his license in 2006. He door knocked 3,000 homes that first year. He eventually became a team leader. He is currently part owner of two Keller Williams franchises. He is also currently a very successful coach in KW's MAPS program. He has 38 clients at the moment. His clients average about 200 transactions and $60 million in volume per year. And as I mentioned earlier, he coaches a few of our Homelight Elite agents that you've heard right here on the walkthrough. Brendan Bardick, you might remember, he was back on the show in October talking about scripts and role play. Jordan also coaches Tony Baroni who you heard in January when we did that two-part series about ISAs. 
On today's show, Jordan is going to walk us through the mindset of mega successful agents. You'll hear him talk about the role that vision plays in driving performance. Four things that interfere with high performance. How a day spent with Oprah, yes, that Oprah, helped Jordan learn how to coach his agents through their bouts with fear. All of that is straight ahead, so let's dive right in. As the conversation begins, Jordan is talking about the coaching model that he uses with his top performers. It's a model that he learned from a book called The Inner Game of Tennis. The way that the formula works or the model works is it is performance equals potential minus interference. And what I'll typically do when I get a new client or maybe it's the end of a quarter or we just completed something really big is I like to take them back to, okay, Matt, for example, um, scale of zero to 10, 10 being you are absolutely nailing it. Zero being you feel like you are failing miserably. Where would you rate your performance? Are you asking in my professional or my personal or both? And that's typically the answer that I get. And I coach to the whole person. And so what that means is your personal life, your personal health, your personal finances are going to affect your business life and vice versa. So what I'm going to ask there, Matt, is, you know, I want you to kind of rate yourself overall from the, from the overall perspective of your life. I want to know what perspective you have on your life. So what score would you give it? I would give, gosh, that's a tough question, Jordan. I would give myself uh, overall probably about a seven or so right now. Awesome. That's awesome. You know, and most people say a six. I love that. So Matt, why didn't you say zero? Well, I didn't say zero because I feel like I'm doing above average in most things, but perhaps maybe not as great as I could be in some things. Now you give me all those things, right? You say, I'm, I'm a seven because of this, you know, I'm nailing it as a father. I'm nailing it personally, or my health is better than ever. And I'm going, that's great. You know, and I'm taking notes and I'm writing this down and then I'm going to move you down the rest of the formula. And I'm going to say something like, you know, Matt, so you said seven, which means that there's still room to grow into your potential, right? Yes. And that's you say, true. yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. perfect. So then Matt, what's the interference? What is preventing you from all out crushing it? The number one piece of interference that I see with people is the lack. Listen, what I'm about to say. It's the lack of proper problem identification. Lack of proper problem identification. Why, why does that happen? Do we not know what to look for? Do we not spend enough time looking for it? Here's the thing is that if you're a top performer, it's because you have a bias for action, Right. And when I get into the conversation around this, uh, Matt, what I'll typically do is I go to a quote that came from Brene Brown, as I'm sure you know who she is. Mm -hmm. She wrote very greatly. And um, so I'd like to just share this quote with you. And where this came from is Tim Ferriss's book, The Tribe of Mentors, and it's on page 232. And he asked her, what is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? And she said, problem identification is always a sound investment of time, money, and energy. Einstein said, if I had an hour to solve a problem, I'd spend 55 minutes thinking about the problem and five minutes thinking about the solution. 
It feels uncomfortable to spend time and resources trying to figure out exactly what the problem is because we want to jump to fixing way too fast. Most of us are plagued with action bias and really struggle to stay in problem identification. I've found that getting clear on what's wrong and why it's a problem is the best investment you can make at home or at work. And these top performing people, they're always looking at these surface level questions or these surface level problems. It's time management. And I find over and over again that you are hacking at the leaves. You're not getting to the root. The analogy I use is imagine that, you know, you're a person walking along a river, right? And you've probably heard something like this, this analogy before, but you, you see or hear somebody yelling, help, help, and they're out in the river. And so you're a great person. You run out there, you swim them down, pull them out. As soon as you get them out, there's another person in there, help, help. You swim out there, get them. Then there's two more people in there. And see, what most coaches are going to do with that person is try to make them a stronger swimmer. How do we get the time that you leave the shore until you grab that person and get them back shorter? And my approach is, why don't we go upstream and figure out why they're falling in? So what is the real interference here? What is really keeping you from performing out of 10? And I just think that we, we owe it to ourselves to have those conversations. Do you want to get more into what are some of those other areas of interference that, that people str- struggle with in terms of getting from whatever their self, you know, whether it's a five or a seven or whatever, to get to a 10? What else gets in the way of that? Sure. So problem identification, lack of proper problem identification is number one. That can be big or little, right? Number two, I would say is fear. Um, figuring out where are you holding back and why? And I'll never forget, Matt, when the pandemic hit, and this is a really great tool for any business owner to use. When the pandemic hit, there was a lot of fear amongst especially top agents because let's face it, they a lot of them have overhead, right? I mean, they've got salaries and people who depend on them. And I remember right before the pandemic hit, I was in Dallas, Texas, attending family reunion, which is one of our annual conferences at Keller Williams. And um, I snuck off one day and spent the day with Oprah because her tour was in town. And it's a funny joke now, but uh, it was me and 16,999 women. Um, (laughs) There were so many women there, they shut the men's bathrooms down, like no joke. And Oprah said something that I've never forgot and that totally prepared me as a coach for that moment. And it was that in her life, she figured out that fear asks questions. And it typically asks what if questions. And the difference between her and other people is she's learned to write those questions down and then answer them, to take fear and convert it from your foe to your friend. And I'll never forget, right, when that pandemic hit and people would come to me and say, what if our deals don't close? What if I can't make payroll? And I just would remember those calls saying, you know what, we can sit here and positive think all day long, that isn't going to happen, but it's a very real possibility. So why don't we write that question down? And then over the years, I picked up this acronym and I actually got it from the military. Uh, I didn't serve in the military. I just read it in an article and it's PACE, P-A-C-E. And whenever they run a plan and operative and they're putting something together they use this acronym. They have a primary plan, an alternate plan, a contingency plan, and an emergency plan. 
So what happened, Matt, is when they're saying my deals won't close or what if my deals don't close? Okay, that is a real possibility. If that happened, what is our primary plan? That plan doesn't work. What's our alternate plan? That plan doesn't work. Contingent emergency. You get where I'm going here? Sure. So what I have found is that we're constantly asking ourselves the right question. The interference is we don't take the time or have someone pointing out to us that we're asking the right questions to sit down, write them out, and create a four-layered plan off of them. And I've never found a person that I'll take through that process in an, in a really you know uh, uh, organized way that didn't leave the call feeling much more empowered. Going, I know what to do now. I'm good, right? Do you think the 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 writing down of the questions is the you know a key part of that? Yeah, I mean, because let's face it, our fears are like shoes in the dryers of our head. They just rumble around all day, zapping our energy, and our brain doesn't like unfinished or unclosed loops. So when you write it down and then answer the question, you've just closed the loop on that. And it tells your brain, I don't have to think about this anymore. I'm good. All right. That makes sense. So Jordan, we've talked about problem identification as one thing that gets in the way of top producers becoming, you know, a 10 on their, their scale. We've talked about fear. What else holds them back? Uh, so anxiety, right? So anxiety is just this perceived threat of the future. Right. And um, there are four questions that when somebody is continuously in that mode, Matt, that um, and I can feel it on the coaching call. You know, I follow a very and for all the top producers that listen to this, I would invite you to rip off this uh, formula of a coaching conversation because I find it to be very effective, especially if you're coaching one of your people and it's EAT, E A T T. So when I get on a coaching call, Energy is the thing I am listening for. Then I'm going to accountability. So what did we talk about last week? What were the things that you committed to? Then I'm going to go to topic. What do we need to discuss today? That is the most valuable thing to you. And then I'm going to thrive. What do we need to focus on based off that topic to move your business forward? So if I get on and they've got this nervous energy, this anxious energy, and I'm going to take them to these four questions. So the first one is, what are the things that you know you should be doing and you're not doing it? And these are four questions to ask whether you you have anxiety or not. If you're just looking at your business, you need to ask these questions. What are the things that you know that you're supposed to be doing and you're not doing it? Number two, what are the things that you're doing that you know you shouldn't be? Where are you spending money you shouldn't be? where maybe you're staying up too late when during the pandemic, the number two or the top two things that came up during this was watching too much news and drinking too much booze. That was, <laughs> yes. that was yeah. the, and then number three, this is a big one. Um, what is the uncontrollable that you're seeking to control? Oh, what is the uncontrollable that you're seeking to control? And then number four, what is the minor that you are majoring in? What is the molehill you're making into a mountain? What are you blowing out of proportion? That's exactly right. Yep. So again, all change goes through three steps, awareness, ownership, different action. And I'm just driving awareness here of what's creating that feeling for them. With everything we've talked about, like it's knowing what questions to ask, isn't it? Like that seems like such a key part of this. That's exactly right. And, you know, in my coaching career, I think now I've done over 12 or 13,000 one-on-one coaching calls. 
And I'm not a consultant. I'm a coach. You know, you pay a consultant for answers. You pay a coach to ask you the questions. There's one thing that nearly every real estate agent can agree on. Well-informed buyers make purchase decisions faster. When buyers are well-informed about a property that you're selling, you'll create more competition around your listings and you'll get offers faster. HomeLight's revolutionary listing management software can help make this happen for you. It's called Disclosures.io. It helps you market your listings and manage all of your incoming offers in one location. You and your clients are kept in the loop at every step of the process, from on-market to offer accepted. And everyone will love the simple, consistent, and secure experience. Sign up now for a free basic membership at Disclosures.io slash HomeLight. Good stuff so far, right? Let me do a quick recap before we get back to the conversation. We're talking about a coaching model that Jordan uses with some of the most successful agents in the country. It says, performance equals potential minus interference. So far, Jordan has described three things that interfere with performance. Not being able to correctly identify problems, fear, and anxiety. Jordan also unpacks some of the questions that he asks his clients and asks them to ask themselves when they're facing these obstacles. We're going to get into what drives performance soon, but first, there's one more thing that gets in the way, the inner critic, that voice inside our head. What often happens, even with a top performer, and it's hard to get them to admit it because they're proud people right? There's a reason they are where they are. And it's because they're tough, they're strong, they're driven. And yet um, often they have an inner critic, a voice that's going on inside of them that I'll ask them, if I took a recorder and plugged it into your head and played the dialogue that you are constantly wrapped up in with yourself, uh, if I played that to a friend of yours or you talk to a friend of yours the way that you talk to yourself, would they still be your friend? And this leads me into, Matt, what I would probably consider to be one of the most, if not the most powerful coaching principle that I've developed over the years, uh, because we all have an inner critic and our goal is to convert it into an inner coach. And when we get to that place of where I've highlighted, I've brought that up to them and said, you know, how are you talking to yourself here? Because it feels like you're always against or down on yourself. Um, and they'll, they'll, you know, kind of walk me through that and I'll say, okay, look, who is the person you love most in the world? Typically that's a child, spouse, brother, sister, whoever it is, right? Okay. Let's say that everything is the same, the scenario, the situation, everything is the exact same. And they call you up and go, mom, dad, here's where I'm at. I don't know if it's possible or I'm struggling with this. What's the advice you would give them? What questions would you ask? So I slow them down. And what I'm looking for here, Matt, is I believe that there is a very simple principle in our life. It's called best advice, best life. That if you want to have your best life, you have to follow your best advice. And you can always tap the inner wisdom of your advice by asking, what is it that you would tell the person you love most in the world? And then your job is to go live it. And see, when you're talking about turning that inner critic to an inner coach, 
I've never heard anyone say, yeah, just beat the crap out of yourself, son. That's the way to get to performance. <laughs> Do that, right? right? Right. Here's what I know. Abuse does not incite performance. Abuse does not incite performance. Beating the crap out of yourself doesn't do anything. And a lot of success is the birth child of dysfunction. So what I want to do is get you to coach yourself the same way you would coach a kid. And man, if I can get you to do that as your coach, I've succeeded. I have truly succeeded if I can change that voice in your head from an inner critic to an inner coach using that coaching model. How about we flip the coin and talk about what high performance is and what are the characteristics of high performance? What creates high performance? Okay, so first off, performance, this is a model that we've developed that performance is driven by programming. Okay, so programming is made up to two kinds of thoughts, right? Programming is made up of subconscious thoughts and they're made up of conscious thoughts, right? And so the question is, and this isn't an uncommon thing. You've, uh, uh, T. Harbecker mentions this in his book, The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. It's programming leads to thoughts, which lead to feelings, actions, and results, which reinforce programming. The thing is, is that nobody ever talks about what's underneath programming. And here's kind of the mother of it all, Matt, is uh, what influences programming is the relationship that you have to what's possible for you. This, this vision that we have of what is possible is what will drive our actions. That's right. And so you have this vision, but the question is, is, you know, really two things. One is, is it a if vision, meaning it's just a matter of time uh, or a weather vision, right? Like uh, it may not ever happen. You know, I don't know. So it's not just having a vision. It's the level of certainty you have around the vision. And then it's also the sense of urgency that you're hunting the vision. Matt, if you and I are on the phone with somebody, and let's say that we give them an idea that will help them build their business. And you and I know this is a time test, you know, like this is a good idea. This will work if they do it. And they go, well, Matt, we'll see if it works. We'll see how it goes. How much belief are they putting into that tactic or that idea? A little or a lot? Very, I mean, very little. It sounds like they've already made their mind up. Right. So there's the possibility. See, in their mind, they're going, this isn't going to work. And so when they tap into that level of belief, how much potential do they, do they get into? Very small. Okay. And if you're tapping into that much potential, how much action are you going to take? Hardly any. And so then it's just going to reinforce the result that you had in your mind all along. So the tip or the trick here is to help them reestablish a different reality to what is uh, what is possible for them. And it's done through these this series of questions. And first, it's, Matt, has there ever been a time that there was something you wanted or something you were going to achieve and you had no earthly idea how you were going to make that happen that you knew in your heart that it was going to happen? You ever had one of those examples? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Then I'll have them walk me through the story. Tell me about that. How did you do that? So when you started off with this thing, did you know exactly what to do and how to do it? Or did you just start taking massive action, knowing that something was going to work and you were going to get that result? And what do they always say? Yeah, of course. Like I just took massive action. See, that's what we're talking about with the relationship. We have the possibility. You stood in the possibility that you are going to make that thing happen. Even if you don't know how you're going to do it, you have to start. That's right. 
That's right. And see, people will come to me and, you know, I'll have uh, right now listing inventory. Listings are so hard to find. I can't get 10 or 20 listings this month. So I'll take them through a question and I'll say, again, who's the person you love most? My son. Perfect. Okay. So imagine this. God forbid your son gets ill. Take him to the doctor. Doctor says, you know, uh, I've got good news and bad news. The good news is, is that we can save him. Uh, it's going to require a life-saving surgery. I'm the only doctor in the world that can do it. And I don't take check. I don't take credit. I only take signed listing agreements and you have to get 20 of them. Now, Matt, are you going to turn around to your kid and be like, Hey man, it's good knowing you. I'm so, you know, let's, oh, let's enjoy the rest of it. No, you are going to activate something in you that you have never felt before. We have just taken possibility and shredded it to where I'm going to see something come out of you. You're going to feel things that you've never felt before for you to show up and your performance is going to be through the roof, man. You're not going to waste a second, right? I mean, do you have to, to go to that extreme to create the urgency? Not necessarily. I mean, it depends on what their goals are and where we are. All I'm trying to do is to help them understand that they are capable more of more than the constant stories that they're telling themselves. Jordan, you touched on a few moments ago just about how difficult this current market is for, for agents all across the country. There's a lot of ups and downs going on right now. It, you know, whether you're a top producer or just starting, whatever it might be, what is your coaching about like dealing with failure, dealing with the ups and downs of being in this industry? Well, um, okay. First off, uh, uh, two things on failure, right? So number one, failure, uh, I, early in a coaching conversation with me or a coaching relationship, I should say, is that I am going to help you to adopt a new uh, definition of failure. And it's not one that I came up with. Uh, it was from Think and Grow Rich. And uh, failure is the conscious decision to quit. So what we want to do, Matt, is put failure within your control because you control whether or not you quit. And people like that, you know, I can't lose. I can't fail if I don't quit, Right. Now, the other side of that is when we're coaching agents like Brendan or Tony, we'll, we'll often say, um, you know, like, I don't, I don't want them believing in failure. I want them to believe in results. There's only two kinds of results, the ones we want and the ones we don't want. So when you're coaching an agent today, I believe that the keystone habit of any real estate business. And a keystone habit is the habit that sets off a chain reaction within an organization or a person is listings taken, especially today. If with the low inventory, we can nail your listing taken number, regardless of what's happening out there, we will win. And yet there are months where we set the goal at 10 or 15 or 20 and they fall short and see Failure is just results wrapped in drama. That's just you getting wrapped up in your own drama. Instead of understanding, we live in a cause and effect world. Did you get the result you wanted? No. Okay, cool. Leave all the drama at the door. Let's look back at what was it that we didn't do? Where did we drop the ball? What's the real problem? And let's identify it and go at it again the next month. And I just keep them on that focus of over and over and over until we consistently hit the listing taken goal three months in a row. 
uh, if you talk to my clients, I don't come off of that very often unless, you know, they're on it because I find that to be the one thing that if they nail it, everything else kind of falls into place. I've yet to coach an agent, Matt, in my entire career who nailed their listing taken number and didn't hit their overall goal. It's never happened in my career. And what you just said too about stepping back circles back to what we talked about earlier about not beating yourself up too much and just what advice would you give to someone you love in that same exact situation? Yeah. And a lot of us, I think a lot of people look at coaches like, like, you know, you ever see that uh, show, The Biggest Loser, and it's like the personal trainer screaming at these people. Look, I learned early in my career that I thought I was that guy for a long time. And I was, I could get in your face and I don't have an aversion to conflict. Um, but I just found it didn't work. And what, what that is, is if somebody comes to me, Matt, and goes, I need a high level of accountability. Okay, here's the problem. Here's the real problem. You're not so in love with your vision that you're being pulled and you're asking me to push you. And I don't have the energy to push you. Not, not over the long haul. Sure, a week or two every now and then. So we're going to reformat that. And we're going to figure out how you can get pulled to something and versus me getting behind you and pushing. Because that's like the difference between laying a piece of rope on a table and trying to push it versus just grabbing the end and pulling it. Did you catch that there at the end about the role that vision plays in driving performance? Jordan said, you're not so in love with your vision that it's pulling you toward accountability and pulling you toward success. Awesome stuff. Thank you, Jordan. If you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did, here's some good news. Jordan has two websites that anyone can visit to get coaching videos, handouts and downloads. He has interviews with his clients and more. You go to mapscoachjordan.com. That's M-A-P-S, coachjordan.com. And the other website is whaticrush.com. Again, it's mapscoachjordan.com and whaticrush.com. I'll put links to those in today's show notes so that you can check them out. Those websites are also where you can reach out to Jordan with any questions you might have, or if, say, you wanted to book him for coaching or speaking engagements and stuff like that. All right, let's do our takeaways segment. This is what stood out to me from today's show. And remember, we're using this model that Jordan gave, performance equals potential minus interference. Takeaway number one, the first step in Jordan's coaching model is a self-assessment. You grade yourself on a scale of one to 10. You'll probably give yourself a number in the middle, like I did, but then ask yourself, why not a zero? Why not a 10? What is interfering with you being a 10? That's how you understand where you're performing well and where you can improve. Takeaway number two, the four things that interfere with performance are, number one, lack of proper problem identification. Jordan talked about how top performers need to spend more time figuring out what's really wrong and not just jump into fixing things like they often do. Number two, fear. Remember Jordan told that story about the lesson that he got from Oprah Write down the questions that fear makes you ask and then answer them. The third area of interference is anxiety. Go back and listen, uh, if you would, to those four questions Jordan talked about, questions that you should ask yourself when you're feeling anxious. And then last is our inner critic. You gotta stop beating yourself up. Abuse does not incite performance. 
Takeaway number three, performance is driven by programming, our conscious and unconscious thoughts. It starts by having a vision, and that vision is what drives your thoughts, then your feelings, and ultimately, your actions. Takeaway number four, gosh, I love this quote that Jordan gave, failure is just results wrapped in drama. Failure is just results wrapped in drama. When something goes wrong, a goal doesn't get met, whatever it might be, top performers leave the drama at the door, they ask what the real problem is, and they get back on it and try again. Okay, if you have questions or feedback about today's show, you can leave me a voicemail or send a text. The number is 415-322-3328. You can send an email to walkthrough at homelight.com. That'll get right to me. Or just find me in our Facebook listener community. Go to Facebook, do a search for Homelight Walkthrough. The group will come right up. Click the join button. Love to see you in there. That's all for this week. Thanks again to Jordan Freed for joining me and thank you for listening. My name is Matt McGee. You've been listening to The Walkthrough. At Homelight, we believe in real estate agents. We're on a journey to find out how great agents grow their business, stand out from the crowd, and become irreplaceable. Go out and safely sell some homes. I will talk to you again next week. Bye-bye.